Hello and welcome to another episode of What's Showing On, the podcast where we find films or TV shows that are uh, available on streaming and we watch them because they're so easy to watch. I am joined by the ever unsinkable Mr. James Lambert-Jones. Hello, I'm stretching. Thank you. Oh, you're stretching? Oh, like a gummy gummy uh, Luffy. You're stretching (laughs) like gummy Luffy. And... As you can no doubt tell, we we have watched a One Piece film today. We have indeed. What's it called, Matt? It was called um, The uh, Baron of Amatsuri Island, was it? Is that right? Amatsuri was his name. I think it was Baron Amatsumi. Oh, really? Secret Island, yeah. Oh, and The Secret Island, that was it. Okay. Um, Yep, so we've watched that and we're going to talk about it. Before we talk about that... um, I just wanted to to answer a question that um, was lingering from last week from our Bo Burnham Inside episode. Go on. So I've been um, thinking a lot of... um, You asked me what my favourite song was from that, and I've listened to the soundtrack an awful lot since then. My favourite song is uh, All Eyes On Me. Ah, yeah. That was a Um, good one, to be fair. Amazing. And, yeah, I liked that film very much. and I've, I've been reading a lot about it in the past week. And there's a lot more to it than I realised. I was commenting on how funny it was last week, but it's a lot more than just being very funny. There's a, there's a lot else that I like about it. So just another um, reason to go and watch it, if you haven't already. Yeah. And that's all I have to say on that. Let's get on with this episode then. I want to start with the um, number ranking. Start with the number ranking? Oh, y- this yeah. is, uh, yours is going to be so low. I know, well, let's see. Let's see what I say. Um, <laughs> do you want to count us in? All right, three, two, one, seven. seven. Hey! Yay! All right, no nice. doubt. You... I really liked this film. I really, really, really liked it. Um, it was a good one. It was uh, the first One Piece film I've seen. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Um, so where does this fit into the show then? Do you know, like... It, it The films are all non-canon, which is why I've never oh, watched wow. them. Okay. Because they're, they're, like, they're basically glorified filler, and filler is usually pretty crap, so I've just never bothered. Absolutely. Okay. So, um, obviously, um, you are not brand new to, to One Piece. You've What's your experience with it? You've watched the, the anime, is that right? I have read the manga. The anime sucks. Oh, um, really? Does it, actually? <laughs> Yeah, it's just the animation's not that good at times, and neither's the art, and neither's the pacing, because okay. they keep catching up, and then they have to slow it down, so you have, you know, one chapter lasting three episodes, and it's just not very good. Right, interesting. Um, if if the anime was like the show, I would love to watch it. Um, like the show? What am I talking about? Like the film, sorry. The film is really good. So uh, my experience with One Piece is uh, I know I know Luffy. He goes know... gum gum. He does go gum gum. He can stretch, and uh, and there are pirates, and that was the extent of my knowledge. Uh, so I went into this with absolutely zero um, understanding or knowledge of of the franchise, uh, and I, and I completely understand its appeal. If if this if the film is anything to go off of, I completely understand why it is the longest running uh, manga of all time. Because that was so much fun. 
So what what did you like about it? What did you what caught right. your attention? So the first thing that uh, so I went into it quite skeptical. I was I was a bit afraid of watching it. I was thinking, you know, this isn't really going to be up my um up my alley. I've watched um a fair amount of animes in the past. Animes is that correct? I don't even know. I've watched I a fair amount of Japanese. It, it, it's um, pronounced anamai for a anamai. Okay, thank you. So I've watched it's a fair not, amount. I don't of, know. Uh, I just made that. <laughs> no, I think you did, but I'm going to run with it anyway. They're called so, I mean, pods. Sorry. <laughs> so the um the kind of the Japanese animated films that I've seen in the past, you know, I'm I'm very familiar with a lot of um Studio Ghibli. Um I really love Akira. Uh, I obviously have watched um JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Attack on Titan, just kind of like the most mainstream stuff, really. Um and I've always stayed away from One Piece just because I didn't really think it'd be up my alley. And immediately watching the film I loved the animation. It was just, it was so beautiful. Yeah, the the animation was, um, it was different than like the usual anime stuff. Mm. It, it was a a unique art style for this film. Yeah, and I and I really liked it. I ju- I really liked how um, almost at times it was quite sketchy, um, in the best way possible. I mean, sketchy as in as in drawing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really like the art style as well. I like the exaggerated character designs. Uh, the character designs is another thing that I really, really loved. So um, as I was going through, I was making my notes. Um, I actually managed to get all the names and kind of basic personalities of the main seven of the cast. Oh, go on. I'll uh, list that. With my experience in One Piece, I'll see how close you are <laughs> okay, from, cool. from this film. Okay. So we've got uh we've got the captain. We've got the captain of the team is uh Monkey D Luffy. Is that right? Uh-huh. Yep. He can't swim. Is that That's true? true? That's cool. true. Cool, okay. So I got the sense that he can't swim. Um very uh he just seems very funny. Just uh, he you know, everyone wanted to go and relax on this resort. So we'll do the main plot of the film in a bit. But essentially, yeah. he just he wanted to throw himself into every challenge he had. He was very overconfident, playful, didn't get the sense he was super serious, but just has a, a love for life and a love of his friends. Yeah. Is that about right? Yeah, that's, um, that's pretty good. So then you've got um, Zorro, who is the, the man with the swords. He was like the main swordsman. Yeah. He's got green hair, which I like. He does indeed. Um, and he just seemed like... It's quite difficult to um, pin his personality down. Um, I, I'm, I'm trying to think of like main things that defined him. He was ve- he was very headstrong, very quick to go into a fight. A bit a bit um, maybe not as calculating or as intelligent as the other characters, but um, very fierce and loyal. Maybe yes. is that sound about right? Yeah, sounds about right. Cool. Um, I, I I I might add a bit a bit as we go. Yeah, oh, yeah, like for, for the wider uh, stuff, not just outside this film. So, like Z- Zoro is, um, he only sleeps when he's around people he trusts. Okay. Which, so, he's often. I know, like earlier on in in the manga, it was like people got annoyed at him because he he wasn't always like helping around the ship, but because he was sleeping. But he was only sleeping because he trusts his okay. his crewmates. That sounds was, about um, right. Yeah. Th- there's a scene in in the later bit of uh, in one of the later chapters where they're we're, we're in like a, a war arc, 
and Zoro's doing all this fighting, but he gets injured, and Sanji is, is carrying him uh, through the battlefield to a doctor, and he falls asleep whilst Sanji is carrying him to... Sh uh, just to show how much he, even though he has a rivalry with Sanjay, yeah. he still trusts him because he's part of the crew that he just falls asleep in the middle of a war zone um, <laughs> whilst recovering for his, from his injuries. Sure, okay. So I got, well, he was asleep later, wasn't he, when Sanji was um, doing the cooking? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Right, okay, that's cool. So um, next we had um, Robin. Um, yep. I one of my criticisms of the film I'll give is I kind of wish we got a bit more Robin. She kind of just seemed to be doing things to like for exposition and to push the plot forward. Kind of wish you got a bit more of a sense of who she was. Um, but I liked her. From what I understand, she is a uh, a consumer of the devil's fruit, the devil's lettuce. <laughs> yeah, she uh, her her and Luffy and Chopper. Yes. All, uh... Oh, smoke the devil's lettuce. <laughs> she made a net with her skin, and I was disgusted. It was horrible. That, that, that was a, that was her arms. She she can okay. duplicate uh, body parts on right. other uh, objects and areas. Okay, well that so she made a, a crisscross of her arms to make a net. Yeah, I couldn't work out what was happening. I was I didn't realize that other characters in the crew had abilities besides Luffy. So when that happened, like, ah. yeah, I felt a bit sick. I was like, what's going on, man? This is horrible. <laughs> um what was her personality she was very cool wasn't she she's she's very confident seems to be able to get a lot out of people um yeah she's a smooth the, talker maybe i don't know she's the oldest member of the straw hats at uh 29 i think okay um she is wanted because she in the in the main story she survived a kind of genocide by the navy she has forbidden knowledge of um the past in one piece his world which is mm. um which are p people are like trying to find out and they don't know a lot about it's called the void century because it's a period of a hundred years where all uh records were just lost and destroyed okay um, um, and she um, has, she can translate this ancient language, which is why she's wanted by the, uh, by the Navy. And people still don't know it after like 900 chapters, what this information is. We, we have clues and speculation, like pretty good speculation, but nothing has been like, nothing's been confirmed. Okay. No, that's cool. Um, I obviously none of that came across in the in the film. Yeah, sense, yeah, this, this was a, a, a self-contained yeah uh, film. Okay, so then um, next up we had uh, Nami, who was yep. I think my favourite character of the oh, crew. Really? She was absolutely hilarious. Um, <laughs> I really, really loved. So her whole thing, at least to me, seemed like she had a very short temper. Um, just seemed very very headstrong, um, rushing into things. She was called immature by some of the little frog people. I think they were just old, but they looked like frogs. Yeah. Um, I, I just thought she was a lot of fun. I wasn't sure what much more there was to her. Um, Do you know what her myself. role was? Her role? On yeah. the ship? What was her job? Oh, wow. Um, so I'm going to guess, so this is a tangent, but I'm going to guess that Sanji is the cook. Is that right? Yep. Yep, that's um, right. Zoro uh, is like main swordsman. Yep. Uh, 
Luffy's obviously captain. Robin, I don't... Uh, Nami, I don't know, but uh, Robin, I can't quite work out either. No, 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 no. Robin. Robin was the navigator. No, Nami is the navigator. I meant Nami! Oh, I'm so fucked up. I meant, I oh, meant right. Nami, because I saw it with the um, map at the beginning. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, uh, Robin, she, I've got the... no idea. Robin, uh, she doesn't necessarily have a role. She's... Well, her role, I guess, would be to translate the ancient language when they find it. Um, okay. But yeah, she's... Um, I don't think she has a, a role. Mm. I'll look it up. She's just a member of the crew. Okay. Um, Does Chopper have a role on the... on the? He is the, the ship's doctor. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, and then Usopp? Usopp is the ship's sniper. He is the... Oh, really? Yeah. I don't think he oh, does much cool. sniping in this film, but um, no, I didn't get that at all. No, he he's 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 the sniper in in the crew. Oh, nice one. So obviously, yep, you've got Nami, um, Chopper. Oh, I um, I liked very much. He was very confusing. He looked, uh, <laughs> I wrote in my notes he was like Jamiroquai, little Jamiroquai hat on. Um, oh right, and yeah. He, he became a Chad Bear. That was he actually. A... Ch- Do you know what <laughs> devil fruit he's eaten? I don't know any of the devil fruits. Like, yeah, well, he he was he is a reindeer. He is a reindeer. He, yeah. He ate the uh, the human human fruit, so he can transform into varieties of human. That's oh why wow! He, that's um, you know how he gets bigger and smaller. Yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. Because yeah, there was one point where um, he just he looked like a Chad bear. I was like, sick. Yeah, so he kind of becomes a hybrid between a human and a, a reindeer. Well, that makes a lot more sense. Um, no, that's cool. Um, Sanji, obviously, um, he's the cook. I liked his shirt a lot. I liked his rivalry with um, uh, with Zoro. And again, he seemed to be a bit of a, a bit of a ladies' man. He was always trying to a- appeal to a Robin and Nami and get their attention. He was yeah, a lot of fun. That's a running gag throughout the, the series. With the... Yeah, I... I really liked him a lot. Um, and then Did finally, um, there's Usopp. Oh, sorry, I'm just going to rush through. There's a oh, Usopp, yeah. who I liked purely because I really like characters with long noses. <laughs> and that was enough for me to like him. He was very funny. His animations were probably my favourite. Um, the sequence where, they, um, where they're doing the goldfish catching and he's lying yeah. about being really good at it. I was yeah. just, Ooh, I was yeah. uh-huh. laughing so hard. <laughs> Loved that sequence. So, U- Usopp is probably one of my favourite Straw Hats. Definitely top two. Mm. Because um, he, he he's a coward, um, basically. He's just scared of everything, but he still does it anyway. Oh, cool. Um, there's, you know, he, he knows his role in the crew, and he knows he's scared of things, but when Luffy says, like, hey, I need you to do this, he will you know, through tears, say, yes, Captain, and he will go <laughs> go ahead and do it. God bless. And uh, I, I'm, I'm glad you brought up the lies, because um, Usopp's lies, when he was first, well, Usopp and uh, Usopp's lies and Usopp's fables. Um, oh, okay. From that, because, yeah, he, he, lying is kind of his thing. When he's introduced, he's pretending to be some grand warrior of the sea to these, like, just children who lives in his village. And um, he tells a bunch of liars, and one by one, as the series has progressed, the liars that he told to make himself look good slowly um, actually happen in oh the series. <laughs> it's it's really good. Like the, the chap that's introduced, he's um, you know, he, he says all this stuff, and 
as the series progresses. It's like, ah, oh, it's when he said this thing. And that there's one people are looking forward to when, because one of the liars, he was like, have I ever told you about the time where I led 8,000 men against the enemy? And it's like, that hasn't happened yet. Oh, but right. people are, are looking forward to, you know, the coward Usopp, um, you know, leading this army. So when um, when people. he accidentally does like you know makes these prophecies happen, is it just like through happenstance that like he doesn't intend to do it? Do you, that, do you know what I mean? Um, so it's it's not so much happenstance. It's like the story builds to like these moments, and you sort of like gets his his moment, and it turns out to be like one of the lies he said before to try and make himself look good in front of these strangers to actually him looking good. That's really because, fun. I like that. You know, like. Uh, Luffy's obviously captain, Zoro's uh, like vice captain. Um, so for Usopp to lead 8,000 men, it kind of, you know, has brought up speculation of what's happened, why, why isn't Luffy or Zoro doing yeah. and leading this army, and why, why is oh. it falling to Usopp? And yeah, he's, well, he's a good character. I really like Usopp. Cool. Well, I, obviously, that, none of that came across in the film, but um, I mean, how are they going to get that across? Did you find the characters were quite consistent in this? Because, as you say, it's a filler film. But did you get I've... the sense that they were quite still like true to their character? Yeah, I thought they were true to the character. I just thought it, it was dialed up um, a little bit in the film. Like Zoro and Sanji's rivalry was um, am- amplified just that little bit to, I guess, get it across in a what is it, hour and twenty minutes? That's right. And uh, same with. Uh, Usopp referencing Nami's betrayal, which obviously, like, yeah, wouldn't have. There, there was a point in the manga where she um, ended up trying to betray people, so that that's what Usopp was referencing. Okay. Um, when when Nami was like, "You betrayed me," and he's like, "Well, hmm. you're one to talk." So I um that was one of the things that um I wrote down in my notes is that. I, I found the character dynamics really, really interesting. I liked how everyone had their own, um, you know, very distinct characterization. But then they obviously had this very intricate um, web where they all knew each other as well. And they had all these different feelings towards each other. And, I, and even though it was only 90 odd minutes and they disappear from the third act entirely, spoilers. Um, <laughs> but, I, I, you know, they they still had this really, really well-defined um relationship between everyone and i thought and i thought it was very impressive to be able to get all that across um you know all these characters have this history that predates the events of the film but i was still able to keep up and and get a sense of it all and i found it a really i've no idea if this is going to be true or not but i found it a really cool potential introduction to the entire franchise i guess is the best way to put it yep that is yeah. um that that was what I, when I was picking the film like some of them either weren't good or just probably need a bit of context and this mm. one um yeah like you said it gets across all the basic character interactions and what they can do um I think really well in a in one movie yeah so do you want to um we're twenty minutes into this and uh, we usually do this about. <laughs> two minutes but do you want to just give us a quick rundown of the plot then just really quick uh so yeah they they it starts the film they've got like a an advert for a, a secret island it's like a spa resort uh asking if you're 
the pirate amongst pirates. If you're the best, you can come here and test your strength. Um, so Luffy decides because he, you know, that's what he wants to do. They get to the island and they have to pass a series of challenges um, in order to basically unlock the, the spa relaxation um, part from Baron Omatsuru. Was he, I, I, see, I, thought, I took his name down as Baron Osan. Is that right? I think that was a nickname of some kind. Oh, uh, okay. Maybe. Because, I mean, I mean the, the film's just called Baron Omatsuru. Yeah. However you want to say it. Um, but as they complete the challenges, they realise that something is off about the island. And one by one, it um, plays upon their... Because their personality, like Zoro and Sanji arguing, um, the, the challenges and the island kind of exploit that weakness of the straw hats and eventually one by one they get separated until it's just luffy trying to, to trying to rescue them yeah that's awesome and um what a like final act that film has i mean it completely changes in tone towards the end um, yeah yeah the child there's a there's a drastic shift uh, is that time. quite normal for the, for the universe so that it gets that dark or is that a bit of a standout for you uh, that's probably a bit more standout that, okay. than usual it hasn't really got that dark none that I can remember offhand mm. and then obviously um, as much as we've talked about the main cast of those seven um, there are lots of what I assume are original characters for this film Yes, they're, so you've got, they're all original. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got the um. Obviously, you've got all of the um. Baron Omatsuru's, uh, crew. Uh, I can't remember any of their names. I can remember DJ, the little there was, turtle-looking guy. There was, yeah, there was DJ and uh, the first one. It was like Muchiguru or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. The... That's it. That's it. Um, and then you had the uh the tooth the, the what was it the um. Toothbrush moustache. Toothbrush uh, moustache pirates. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Papa Pirate as well, and his kids. Yeah. And uh, uh, I think that was it for. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I really like that cast of characters, though. I thought they were fun. I thought, you know, they they had their times to shine. Um, and it was su- it, it, it was it was nice that everything did come together in the end. You know, there were times where I was really, really unsure of how the thing was going to wrap up, and I was looking at like my uh, runtime of the film left, and I was thinking, "Bloody hell!" That like, there's a lot yeah, of this film it, left. It went to the end. It really went all the way to the runtime. It. I know. Uh, right to the very end. Uh, yeah. So the film obviously it starts off, and they they make it to the island, and it's this oh, it's this mm, beautiful. Um, uh, palace and the 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 actual like design of it all is so incredible it's so ornate and everything's so bright and colorful it's one of the things i really liked about the film it's just how colorful every everything was everyone's outfits the water oh amazing it all looked so so good um and then you get yeah, through I, it, I it like gets that the start when they're, when they're sailing to the island and it has that yes. kind of scenic uh uh i can't think of the word but the kind of scenic route I guess. Oh, it had like I the just... bird's eye view, didn't it? And you could see the ship yeah, that's like, it. carving that's it, yeah. the the wake through the ocean. It was incredible. There were yeah. some scenes that really, really kind of. Have you ever seen um? Have you ever seen Lupin the Third? 
No, I haven't. That's um, I think it was the first film that Miyazaki worked on before he started up Studio Ghibli. Uh, it's All a right. absolutely brilliant film. You should watch it at some point. Very very fun. I've I got seen a lot the of opening um... on Anime Music Quiz many times. Ah, well there you go. I have not because I do not play that game. Um, <laughs> for obvious reasons um but yeah uh i got i got a, a lot of that um miyazaki charm in parts of it i don't know again i'm not i'm not an expert but it reminded me of it and i, and I, I liked a lot of the um the visual choices there's another scene where um luffy is chasing the toothbrush mustache man do you remember that yeah yeah and and it's so it's so well directed there's so many fun little um uh, like sh- um... oh, the f- the first time where he throws like a, a stone at Luffy's head. And yeah, like, and, and what's and that? Then... And then it's a bigger stone, and then he turns yeah. around. And he's picked up a massive boulder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's the bit where they're like they're running around. They're going up the spiral staircase and stuff. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, and then like and it... they run around the table. I know, and, and it's yeah. just there's so was... much personality in that. There's so much charm. It's really good. I, I was reading um when I was reading about this film. Uh, one of the comments was like, "Why was there a guy with a Hitler moustache?" It's like, oh, dude, man. that's that's Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, come on, like you can't, you ruin an entire like pirate, you know, enclave or whatever just because of one moustache. Like, come on, man. <laughs> you come you on. got a, an island about performances and all of this, and you go to Hitler and not Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, that's disgraceful. I mean, talk <laughs> about one man ruining a moustache forever. Good lord. I know. Uh, so then, obviously, I I did just want to touch on the end of the film. And I the swastika while we're at it. There was a what? And the swastika while we're talking about Hitler ruining things. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, a, it was a Buddhist peace symbol, and it was one of the uh, one of the pirates in One Piece had that as their uh, Jolly Roger. Oh no! Um, <laughs> it had, but it was, it was like the you know the proper version, not the Hitler version. Yeah, not the um, bastardized one. Because Hitler version is turned on like its side, it's at a forty-five degree angle. That's right. You see like, the um, yeah. In um, you know, Upminster Bridge Station. Yeah. On you've seen the swastika on on the ground on like on the floor of there. No, I haven't. I know of Upminster. I I don't go through there. Oh right. Um, so if I mean, you can literally Google it, but <laughs> there's a big like design on the on the ground that's been there since I think like I think it predates the Second World War. It's just a big mosaic on the floor. You oh, walk over, just a big yeah, I, think it, I, I was thinking of like graffiti that someone's put up there. Yeah, no, I do know what no. you're talking about now. <laughs> I do remember that last time I went through there. It's terrible, isn't it? <laughs> but again, like, is it is it terrible? I think so. Maybe it's not. Maybe maybe we, you know maybe it's it shouldn't be. Uh... I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> back to the back to the film. Um, the Baron's little flower on his shoulder. Yeah. What Do you a... notice it was it was chomping? It was munching. It was munching during the you final sequence, that? as as they were slowly being digested. Yeah, I caught it, it that. Was I munching. felt well smart. I felt yeah. really clever. I was like, "Wow, caught this!" Um, and then at the end, so again, spoilers. Luffy gets hit by an absolute like. Wait, what have you sent? Oh no! Oh, that's not good. <laughs> That is not good at all. <laughs> well, I muted myself by accident. Um, so at the end of the film, um, Luffy gets hit by an absolute fuck ton of arrows. Yeah. 
how does he survive that? Is is he just naturally resilient? I, I that's something I wasn't entirely sure about. Yeah, I think it was it was a little bit much. Um, but he is resilient because he is made of rubber. Um, so that oh, does right. that is in his favour. Okay. Um, is the explanation I will give. Yeah, I mean there are a few bits and pieces in the film, like I was saying earlier, that as as good as it was for newcomers um, to the universe. I was just really unsure of a lot of things. I was like, is this normal? I don't know. I haven't got okay. anything. I haven't got a frame of reference for this. Shall we uh, go through them? Or... Yeah, we can. So the, so the arrow thing, I, w- I wasn't sure if that would like, if that should have killed him or not, or if they were just amping that up for a film. I, I, I um, think they, they, it was a bit of amping up, but he is, um, well, he, he he's more resistant to blunt objects because of the whole rubber thingy. Okay. Um, Pointed objects, yeah, that many. I think it was just amp- to amp it up for the film. Yeah, yeah, that's, that makes sense. Um, again, it was the um, him not being able to swim. Yes. Ah, do you know why? Uh, is it because um, he ate the gumu gumu fruit? It is because that. And anyone who eats <laughs> a devil fruit, um, they they can't swim. Bodies of water, oh. um, they they lose their. They lose their power. They just kind of go limp, basically. Oh, which explains why Chopper obviously couldn't get out of the water when he fell in. Yeah, Chopper, Luffy, Robin, okay, uh, can't swim. And then, I mean, I, that that is in itself quite telling of his character. What that's a, that's a good little character uh, moment is that he jumps in the water for Chopper, even though he cannot swim. Yeah, and be- I think it's also because he trusts his crew to then fish him out afterwards. <laughs> Fair play. He 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 knows that. Like Zoro or Sanji will will come and get him. Yeah, of course. Um, so the uh, the Nakama is is that the name for like the the team? Is it like a pirate crew? That um, I think they had the definition on the opening credits. Um, okay, I missed that. I think I think it means like yeah. It, I mean, it basically yeah. It's it's the crew basically. Mm. So I don't think the... it's not limited to straw hat pirates i think it's just any pirate crew yeah um, yeah so that was the heart of the film really wasn't it that 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 was the whole main theme of the film was each pirate's little their little crew and how close they are so uh, uh, nakama means colleague compatriot friend or comrade okay so, yeah it's just a, a general term brilliant um what else was there there are other things that um i'm i'm going through my notes now uh, oh, just this is cool. Um, the the villain of the film was um, voiced by uh, the guy who does Wamu from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. That was very cool. Oh, I, I wouldn't get that reference. You wouldn't, no. but that is not for you. That's for other people. Um, <laughs> so I can't actually see anything else that I wasn't entirely sure of. But uh, I I did notice I did notice that um, the ordeals of hell. I I loved the fact that they were just these exaggerated like carnival games, like ring toss. And yeah. the little goldfish thing. And it starts off so lighthearted and happy and like, whoa, you know, we're having a lot of fun here. And then it turns into a, like, a fucking bloodborne nightmare by the end of it. It's just this weird cosmic horror. And it was yeah. very creepy. I like when uh, Chopper is exploring the island a bit and then the next scene you see with him is just like in a, in a massive graveyard. Um, oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's when that's when he first meets uh, Father Pirate, and he's you're family. right. But yeah, like that was good. And then they see a picture, like how it, how it slowly unravels. Like when Usopp goes up in the air, 
um, and he sees the big black um, mm. kind of, I guess it's the stem, stalk, I guess, of the flower. That was how I saw it anyway. Mm. Like you, you, can't, you kind of glimpse it and he thinks it's weird. And then Robin sees it later and is like, ah, I know, I know that thing. I think the, um, yeah, the mystery of the film is really what kept me invested for the most part. I love the characters, but I, I definitely just, I just wanted to find out what was going on. And I had my own little ideas. Like from the very first moment in the film, you see the people with the, the leaves on their, coming out of their heads. Yeah. Except, uh, the Baron, the Baron didn't have one, did he? He no. had the flower on his shoulder. That's right. Um, because he's the only one who's still alive. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's the only one that's aged as Chopper points yeah. out in, in the picture. Yeah. Um, I mean, is there anything else you want to talk about this film? Is there anything else that you've not really spoken about yet? What uh, what would you do to make it better? Because we both said seven out of ten. Yeah. And I I had ideas that I I was a bit iffy on. Okay. What, um, one one of them was the girl who just could suddenly hear the voices of yeah. the crew. I thought it was a bit kind of random. <laughs> yeah, I agree. That was um. Well, Daisy, and she was like, well, yeah. Dad, to tell the truth, I've always had really good hearing. Oh. Uh, I didn't really buy that, yeah. Yeah, it, it would have been better, I think, because like, when they go on the island, you, you could maybe like hear faint kind of voices of, you know, previous people that have been eaten by the lily. Mm. Just just to kind of, just so we can hear it as well. Um, I mean, th- th- Luffy does... If this film was made a few years later, Luffy would have been able to hear them. Um, How, so what's changed with Luffy then? So there's... Uh, hmm. It's <laughs> maybe, might, might get a bit complicated, but there, there's, there's a power that anyone, devil fruit or not, can learn to manipulate called hacky. Okay. And that is... Um, you have observation hacky where you're just kind of more alert to things. You can, you know, see things other people won't. Oh, so it's There's... like improved like perception, is it? Yeah, improved perception. Okay. There's um, a, a character you meet later on who's one of the villains. Um, he He's trained this observation so much that he can start predicting moves uh, and attacks from his enemies. Just like, a, you know, a split second in the future. Right. Uh, then there's armament, armament hacky, where you can coat your body in like a kind of second skin, a kind of armor, basically. Well, as the name suggests, the kind yeah. of block attacks and also harm devil fruit users. Um, you, if you coat yourself in armament hacky, okay. Um, it it can you you can harm devil fruit users like Luffy because he's resistant to most attacks. But if you were to hit him with a coated hacky fist he, he would take the damage his rubber would no longer um uh help him out there right and then finally you have conqueror's hacky which uh one in a million people have it or something like that it's called um i imagine luffy does then does he luffy does develop it yeah <laughs> of Only, course yeah well he's the main character yeah yeah <laughs> it's, yeah it's um but it's you basically project your willpower over others and it just kind of... Um, the only power we've really seen of it so far is that if your willpower is more than somebody else's, 
they just basically fall unconscious. They can't take your um, your willpower, so oh they just God. kind of collapse. That's um, the, well, so, so he can control people. He can't control people. He he. They, they just kind of pass out from sheer presence, oh, um, right. basically. And um, so, the way Luffy would hear it is. We've, we don't know for definite yet, but it's either from Observation Hacky or Conqueror's Hacky. It's called The Voice of All Things, where okay. you can, you know, un- like, it can be as little as, like, understanding animals or kind of hear, um, hear the map that will lead you to One Piece mm. and to hear the... Uh, this is getting a bit... Uh, in depth but that's all right um but yeah basically you can you can hear it's called the voice of all things it's presumed to be a um a manifestation of hackies um where you know luffy's been able to understand creatures and animals and there's been a few other characters shown with it so back 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 to the point that was a long tangent but yeah if um if, if this came out a few years later and Luffy had developed that, he probably would have just heard them himself. Sure. Um, Mind you, but... that would have had that would have been another thing they would have needed to explain for people like me, um, who don't understand anything like that. Um, my, that that my, is true, yeah. My solution um, could have been, in, instead of literally hearing that they were still alive, it could have been a more powerful character moment in my opinion, if he just trusted that they were alive and decided to fight for them just because he's got no other choice, he's got no other option, he doesn't want to go on without them, so he might as well fight for his for his friends. Yeah, that's you... that. I thought that as well. I think it was a, um, a mistranslation or a, a mis-subtitling because the Baron, when he feeds Chopper to the flower, he was like, ah, oh, I've never fed it someone with the power of the devil before. I'm mm, like, that's right. Oh, it's just Chopper who's been fed to it, but then it showed all of them. And oh yeah, hang on, yeah, Robin right. <laughs> has the de- has a devil fruit. So I was like, is it an illusion or? And then when it when it became apparent that they they were inside the the, the flower, I was like, oh, it's probably just a miss uh, subtitling. Yeah, uh, that makes more sense. I didn't catch that yeah. though. You're right. Um, yeah, but I yeah, think... I, I agree. If they, you know. If Luffy fought, just fought on and trusted that they were alive, then yeah, um, I think it would have been better than having this girl hear things. Uh, yeah, no, it's a definitely. Bit strange. Uh, if I the, the the things I'm thinking the the film was maybe not lacking in, but the reason I gave it a seven and not something higher isn't necessarily anything the film did wrong. It's just kind of a limitation of the fact that it's an adaptation of like an ongoing series. So. Um, I think if it was just a film on its own right and it wasn't connected to anything else, yeah, I maybe would have been a little bit harsher. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can't, you kind of have to take into account, yeah, sure, there's a lot that I don't know about these characters and I don't think they were as developed as they could have been and I didn't really get much of a sense of who some of them were apart from quite surface-level um, traits and uh, relationships they had. Like, as much as I loved Sanji... I you know I was only really getting what's quite surface level there. 
Yeah, and he, he, you, you know, obviously you get a bit more in the actual story. And that's did, exactly did, it, yeah. Did you notice that, he only fought with his feet? I didn't. I noticed that he kicked a lot, but I didn't notice he only fought with his feet. He, yeah, he, only, kick, he only kicks people because his hands are for making food for his crewmates and friends. Oh, bless him, that's lovely. That's, that, that's, that's why sweet. he only kicks people. Cool, uh, okay. Um... And yeah, and I mean, and and that's not a detriment of the. Well, I mean, it's obviously it's a it's, it's a weakness of the film, I guess. But I don't I don't blame it for that because it is, you know, it it's there. F- I suppose for fans of the show to watch as as a supplementary story. Um, yeah, it so. it does assume I, I I think that you know you've you've seen the show or you've read some of it. Yeah. Um, I think this did a good job though of. Like being a, a completely blind one piece experience. I agree. I, I mean, like I said, I had a really good time. Um, I genuinely think it's worth watching, just for the for the animation and and the characters alone, um, and and just the world design as well. I I, I loved how everything looked, and uh, it it had so much had so much character, uh, and I had a wonderful time. It was, yeah, pretty. Do you want to move on from that and um, we'll quickly go on to uh, Loki episode two? Are you happy to do that or do you want to dwell on this anymore? No, I think all that needs to be said. Because, I mean, Loki cool. episode two, I think, will be very quick. Oh, uh, do you reckon? Yeah, uh, it was shit. You didn't like it? Right, thanks for watching, everybody. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. All right, tell me more, tell me more. Loki episode two, come on. It's just, I mean, well, first of all, the fight scene at the start was so bad <laughs> the, uh, remind me of the fight scene when they're what? in the circus tent and it's playing i need a hero and they're just yeah. kind of lightly kind of slapping each other and just grunting so I, I don't really remember much of that fight i remember the music choice and that was the second time i'd heard that song that week in a marvel property yeah uh, because we had the guardians of the galaxy for uh, a game you know for ps4 whatever oh, trailer yeah. and yeah. it also played there and i was like a little bit sick of this song, um, <laughs> but I really thought episode two was good. I've really, really enjoyed it. I thought it more than delivered on um, what the first episode set up. It gave us a few more mysteries. I thought the chemistry between Owen Wilson and um, Tom Hiddleston was better than the week before. That was good. Yeah, that their their interactions were good. They're so much fun, and what I really like about um, Tom Hiddleston as Loki, and I I, I listened to our um, podcast from last week. And I remember last week saying, I don't really know if people like Loki as a character. I now remember how stupid that was. People love Loki. Yeah. And I, and yeah. I get it now. I, I get why people like him because the, the, he's so much fun in the role. Um, I, th- I think that his, his, he, he really personifies the trickster very well. I think Tom Hiddleston's a fantastic physical actor. Um I, I, and I had a really good time. I thought it was really good. It is, it is absolutely, like, unequivocally my favourite Disney Plus show they've done so far in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I, uh, the Mandalorian yeah, I, was like... I, I was going to cool. say, you, you haven't seen the last season of Clone Wars yet. So. I have not also seen that. I'll, I'll, so, do you know, I'll, I'll say it's my favourite of the Marvel shows um, so far. Um, and, and, and I'm really looking forward to more of it. We also said, do you remember last week we said about the, um, we said the timeline was going to split. You predicted episode four, I predicted episode six. Yeah. And yeah, I haven't episode two. Episode two <laughs> and I like yeah. that. I, yeah, I really I, like that. I, this, the whole episode, it just, I was kind of bored. It felt like it's just a setup for the next episode, really. I don't think, but I, I, I thought the, the, the reveal of um, the, 
you know, the variant killing people, not mm. being Loki, was just kind of clear from the first episode when they didn't show the face. And yes, yeah. They, they made it all, like, obviously, like Owen Wilson saying, hey, it's you. It's definitely you. So it's clearly not. It's, it's clearly somebody else. <laughs> Absolutely, but I, I mean, what I'm watching it for more than anything else is, um, I, I, I just, I really like that cat and mouse, um, like chase kind of um, vibe it's giving off. I like the fact that it's, um, God above words are really coming um, just very slowly to me. I like the fact that it's almost like this science fiction weird time travel cop show yeah you know i mean, um, i am I'm, I'm wondering if it was just a kind of throwaway line or it's actually relevant when loki explains how his magic works um and he's like no no illusion is when i do this and i can't remember the other thing he said oh yeah yeah but it's like the other thing is molecular moving and all of this it, it it shows that the TVA isn't as all-knowing as they think they are because they don't know how Loki's magic works despite the fact they think they're chasing him and he's in the room yeah. and they've apparently see, seen all of time. So I wonder if that was just a throwaway line to explain Loki's magic or it will have wider implications of the TVA not understanding as much as they think they understand. You're right there. I hadn't considered that. I and loved it as a character moment. I thought it, it it was so indicative of like someone who's, yeah, he thinks he's so much better than everyone there. You know, he, he constantly thinks he's being underestimated and he's just, he's so trying to put on a show to impress everyone around him. They just don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's nice to see him vulnerable and not physically vulnerable, but like he's just, he's, he's not outsmarting everyone in the room. He's getting humbled, man. Yeah. Do Do you think the Time Lords are real? Uh, yeah. Who do you think they are? Uh, so the do you think um, it's the, the thing... big lizards, as it says on the the video, or? Uh, well, everyone keeps else? saying that one of them, because there are three, aren't there? And um, yeah. lots of people are saying, "Oh, oh, it's going to be Kang the Conqueror," and um, I I don't know anything about Kang the Conqueror other than he was the uh, he was the villain of one of the Lego Marvel games. Uh, and he's and he's been cast, isn't he? He's going to be in um, the next Ant Man film. Um, okay, I don't know that. I, I don't see the Ant. I don't. I don't care about Ant Man. No, that's fair. That's film. fair. But it, it, apparently, Kang the Conqueror has been um yeah has been confirmed to be a character in in the next Ant Man film. Um, I don't know. Pff, I've got no idea. I mean, I don't honestly. I don't really care about the timekeepers. If they show yeah. them, they show them. If if I get too excited, if I try to guess who it is, I I don't really. <laughs> it's not something that bothers me. I'm I'm enjoying the moment to moment, um, the moment to moment like just what we're seeing. I just I like the plot very much, and it, whatever happens, whatever whatever foreshadowing they do for next properties, I'll, I'll you know I'll probably enjoy it when it happens. But I, I'm I I like the main. I like the main plot that we're seeing at the moment. Okay. See, so I, yeah, I what think about you? they they either don't exist, and I don't know the woman's name, the uh, the black woman with the curly hair, um, that Mobius. Oh, is that Owen Wilson's boss? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I can't remember her name. But either they don't exist, and she's the one pulling the strings, uh, like she's the one in charge. Okay. Yeah. Or 
Um, I, I saw one theory that they were all just three different variants of Loki throughout time, <laughs> um, which I think is probably a bit left field. But, yeah, uh, maybe. Yeah, either like maybe maybe they just they all died a while ago, and the TVA is just kind of trying to cover that up and. Well, that could lead to Loki and uh, Mobius because I'm not. I can't just keep referring to him as Owen Wilson. That yeah. could lead to them like teaming up, maybe to to take the whole thing down. Um, we don't. We just don't know which way it's going to go, do we? Um, yeah, I, I think I think Kang, uh, Mobius references the other agent when he's talking to his boss. Okay. I think the other agent will probably be Kang the Conqueror. Interesting. Or we'll see Nathan- what happens. Nathaniel Richards or whatever his name Who's is. Who's Nathaniel Richards? I think he's the, the the person, the the alter ego of Kang the Conqueror. Oh, I didn't know he had an alter ego. I I, I think I, I tried reading about it, but then I decided I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> I, I'm not that interested in Kang or Marvel. Yeah, fair but play. The, the, way, the way I understand it, Kang is... Um, He's had various identities throughout time, mm. um, is my understanding, and Nathaniel okay. Richard was one of those identities. Oh, nice. I think. So so one of the things I just wanted to say is that what's confusing me about the show at the moment is, um, you know, they're talking about these different variants of Loki, and see, I thought the different variants would have just come from, like, these, these time-altering events... So, like, the Loki that we're following in the show is obviously a variant of the, kind of, the main MCU one. Yeah. He doesn't look any different just because he's just a variant of the main timeline. So when they're going through, oh, you know, here's a Loki that looks like, I don't know, yeah. one of those, one of those big weird. bastards from, from Left for Dead. Like, and then, and then there's a Lady Loki, and it's like, well, where have they come from? Is, is that multiverse? But how can there be a multiverse if they've specifically said there isn't a multiverse because they're, so that, that's... That's not very well defined at the moment, and with trying to think about the actual universe and all the rules, it's just got me going around in circles. I can't make head of it, you know? Yeah, I mean, they... they yeah. That was a bit weird. That just seemed to do it for a bit of a laugh, maybe. But yeah, when, when well, I read that the Time Lords were three different Logi variants, they used that as an example, because, hey, look, he looks he's the only one that looks different throughout time. Yeah, um, but yeah, I wonder if it's something they'll address uh, about you know what the extra difference is between. Oh, I've got no idea, man. I've got no idea, and if I'm being honest, I don't really want them to just sit down and go right. Here's the differences. I don't want them to do that. I just want to. I just want to. I just want a coherent story, please. Well, I mean, parallel Marvel. universe, multiverses would be different from timeline. Yeah, that's what I thought. And parallel universes as well. Yeah. Um, which I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm confused. I'm very, very confused. Well, episode three. Oh, should explain it all. Yeah, episode three is where the whole story comes together. Because after episode three, after uh, next week's episode, we'll be officially halfway through. Is is it actually is... six episodes then? I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. I'd rather it be six episodes. Um, the pacing of One Division was. Yeah. Horrible is what killed the show for me. Um, and as much as I didn't particularly like um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the plots were paced generally really well. I, I think Marvel works best in like TV shows with six episodes, 
40 odd minutes each pucker that's what i want that's what i want yeah 45 minute episodes i think should be the standard like an hour is just sometimes too long yeah i don't know do you watch do we watch any tv shows that like have hour-long episodes well they used to be like you know game of thrones and oh jesus was game of thrones an hour long yeah it was how do we sit through that and you know it, it's only really noticeable when the episodes are bad <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's true like, christ yeah. we've still got you know 20 minutes to go well you know game of thrones is next week so that's when we're doing that yeah that'll be, that'll be a short episode we're doing the whole we're doing the entire series of game of thrones or how many episodes were there uh, 60 66 how many seasons? 80 uh, i think no, because no. um, the, the season seven six, and eight were yeah, shorter. Yeah, they were shorter. Yeah. Did so they do six episodes for each of those, or did they do eight and then six? Five, maybe. Five for season seven. That doesn't sound right. What's a, have you got uh, any ideas for a, a movie next week? Um. Uh. Well, the the eternal meme will be that every week we do the sound of metal until we can't do it anymore. <laughs> um. I don't really know yet. Um, I'll, I'll have a think about it. Seventy-three. Yeah, just a bloody hell. We'll do 70, seventy-three hours of content this week. You could do it. We could watch all episodes in a week. You wouldn't sleep much. Or <laughs> work and hard. Yeah, true. Um, or we could just choose like a good two-hour-long thing instead. Yeah. I think I might do that. A good two-hour thing. I don't know what yet. There's plenty of them. I'll find a good two-hour thing and we'll watch that and we'll have fun. We could do a. You, you could choose One Piece film gold. Oh, I wouldn't want to take him away from you. <laughs> we might do um, A Cure for Wellness, is on Netflix at the moment. Um, there's loads. There's loads on my list. My, li- my list on Letterboxd is, I think, 240 films long. Wow. That's the list of films that I want to see. Yeah. Can't do them on this show, though, because we've got to pirate a lot of them. We did not pirate One Piece. There were just pirates in the show. Uh, Yeah, maybe. But we need to be explicit that we watch... Because we didn't actually say. Is it available on Crunchyroll? It probably is. Probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's ironic that we didn't pirate the pirate show. That's very ironic. All right, I'm going to call it there then. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll be back next time with uh, another pirate-related film. Maybe. Maybe not. Have a good week. Bye.